Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, we're here. We're actually going to try to do two podcasts this week. Before we both sneak out of town on Friday, going to try to get in two. So today, obviously, and I think we're going to shoot for, well, either Wednesday or Thursday. Just have to see how the week unfolds. And they'll be shorter, all things being relative, shorter podcasts. I think I only have like four or five stories today. White Boy Malcolm X, are you packed yet, you high-maintenance queen? Not even close? Well, did you at least get the steamer trunks down yet? And that's rhetorical. Folks, this queen, that queen on the other side of the room, the one with the robust ginger fetish, guy would not know how to pack light if his life depended on it. We were just, when we went up to Burlington, Vermont for his birthday extravaganza, I had an overnight bag. This queen shows up with a suitcase and a small bag just for the weekend. He packs for like four wardrobe changes a day, every day. Just can't leave well enough alone. And I got to drive him down to stupid Logan Airport on Friday. And he'll have like two steamer trunks with him for his four-day trip back to Colorado. He thinks he's Rose from Titanic going on holiday. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one is from NBC News. Golden Globes to honor Glee creator Ryan Murphy with Lifetime Achievement Honor. The television writer and producer, whose credits include American Horror Story and Pose, will be the fourth recipient of the Carol Burnett Award. And we just talked about the Golden Globes last week, last Thursday. And like I said then, talk about a fake award show You want a Golden Globe nomination, just show them enough Benjamins. You want to win one, just back in a Brinks truck full of Benjamins. Maybe two, depending on what award you want. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, is so corrupt, even Patrice Conkoolers, a BLM fame, A woman that last we heard had four houses, three of them in Los Angeles, 
just so she never has to get stuck in traffic. But I bet even she, looking at the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, I bet she's thinking, damn, those people are corrupt. And she would know, right? Now, I will say this. First, let me just say this. I really do enjoy his American Horror Story series. I think he does a fantastic job with those. His Netflix stuff, though, that's just meh. To me, anyway, it's like he's just phoning it in half the time. And they paid him. Netflix paid him royally. Tons and tons and tons of Benjamins to create stuff for them. I'm sure they're like, what the hell did we just buy? But I wonder, how many Benjamins did this cost Miss Murphy to buy herself a Lifetime Achievement Award? And the guy is like, I think that queen is around our age. Do you know how old he is, White Boy Malcolm X? How old that old queen is? No idea. I think he's in his 50s. He could still be in his 40s, but that's a rough 40-something, if that's the case. So we'll just go with 50-something. Who gets a Lifetime Achievement Award in their 50s? That's like a celebrity millennial Gen Z Gaby who comes out of the closet and demands a participation trophy just for coming out. And yes, T.J. Osborne, you silly country queen, I'm talking about you. And on top of that, is what he's done really worthy of the Carol Burnett Award? And she's probably spinning in her grave over that one. Her name being bastardized by those corrupt clowns over at the Golden Globes. But this man... Ryan Murphy, this man is responsible for Glee. That stupid dumpster fire of a bad musical show, which I attempted to watch once years ago. I was kind of seeing this guy back in Colorado. He loved that show. What? Yes, white boy Malcolm X. Him. Yes. He was a total loser. I have never denied that. He's over there, folks. White boy Malcolm X is over there. Loser. He was. That he was. But he was cute. Although dumb as a sack of hammers. But I tried watching Glee just for the cute idiot. And I'm still traumatized over it. Like a hysterical... Millennial Gen Z queer kid. Some heterosexual kid with a personality disorder who gets emotionally devastated because people forget to refer to them as Zizirza. And you know who you are. But because Ryan here made glee, even if everything else he did and will ever do is spectacular, glee negates all of that and more. He will never dig himself out of that mess. 
So if those dollar whores over at the Golden Globes are handing him a Lifetime Achievement Award and dragging poor Carol Burnett's name through the mud in the process, that's got to be costing Miss Murphy here a ton of Benjamins for even them to hold their nose and give it to him. The guy did glee. Yeah, but it's a pretty big pile of Benjamins. People will think we're a joke. They already do. Ah, good point. Just give it to him. So, Ryan, enjoy your fake award. Enjoy your lifetime achievement award while you still theoretically have decades left in your career. Have yourself a a grand gay old time going to get it. You paid for it, so you might as well. From the New York Post, Prince Harry Ginger says William bullied him out of the royal family. It was terrifying. Jesus Christmas already. This stupid, narcissistic, dopey ginger with a vapid social climbing wife. He's back at it again. Still acting like a typical, self-absorbed, hysterical millennial like he knows how to behave any differently. No. It was terrifying. He might as well have just said, Oh, your words are violence. Gone full on, spoil brat meltdown. And I am not going to waste any more time with their pathetic navel gazing. These two clowns throwing themselves up on a cross doing it like David Hogg, like he likes to do when he needs attention. I'm David Hogg. I survived a school shooting. Look at me, look at me. Where am I? I'm up on my cross. I survived a school shooting. Now I got me a non-profit so I can earn me some Benjamins. You want to talk about poking the bear, though? Him continuing to trash his family in public like he has. What's Prince Harry Ginger and Meghan Markle? What's their brand? Sussex something or other? That's their fancy royal title. Their personal brand. And they'll whore out that name to whoever will show them enough Benjamins. Those two idiots would sell Sussex-branded adult diapers if someone paid him enough to do it. And I can see her in a commercial. Whenever I feel the urge to tinkle and I just can't hold it, my Sussex diapers are there to help. And I could be wrong about this, but I think those titles are bequeathed to them and therefore can be yanked away at any time. No, I don't think that dopey King Charles, he would ever do that. That man doesn't have a pair of balls to begin with. He's not going to grow a set now. But I bet you William would. That one, he's his grandmother's grandson. And I can see him basically telling Prince Harry Ginger here, 
Fine, Harry. You and your vapid social climbing wife. Carry on all you want. Have all the public fits you want. Cry all the fake tears you want. But you're going to do it as a commoner. You've hoard out the family name long enough. And we've talked about these two enough. So let's move on. From Fox News. Pocket Queen Pete ripped for using taxpayer-funded private jets amid calls to cut emissions. Walk the walk, man. Outnumbered targets hypocrisy of Biden Transportation Secretary racking up miles on taxpayer-funded private jets. And Outnumbered is a show on Fox News, I believe. I think that's another one Mama Frost likes to watch. It's like one guy, four women, but it's on Fox, so it's not, it's not like you're watching The View. It's not four woke leftist morons yapping on, yap, 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 getting hysterical about that which displeases them, like Joy Behar or Whoopi Goldberg and whoever else is on that stupid show could ever be satisfied about anything. So Pocky Queen Pete, he's flying around on government jets. And I guess what's got them triggered is that, you know, he's running around, not just screaming about racist highways, but I guess green this, green that, blah, 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 all the while flying around on private jets, which we're all paying for. So he's a bit of a hypocritical fraud. Like Leonardo DiCaprio and his private jets, or Al Gore, Rita Thunberg, and her yacht, all these other fake eco-warrior clowns, virtue signaling about the environment for media adoration, but at the end of the day, it's all symbolism over substance. Garbage pandering to the useful idiots in the green movement. And Al Gore, and I think I mentioned this before, but in addition to making huge piles of Benjamins, brainwashing children over the environment, scaring the living hell out of children over the environment, he has like a, I think it's a, 20, 25,000 square foot mansion in Tennessee. Place is huge. That place is so big that even white boy Malcolm X's parents, their palatial estate in Breckenridge, that's like a starter home compared to Al Gore's mansion. And that house in Breckenridge, folks, I think his snob of a mother, her shoe closet, That's bigger than my bedroom. And I have a good-sized bedroom. She has more shoes than Imelda Marcos. That's how many shoes she has. But what do you think the carbon footprint to heat and cool a 20, 25,000-square-foot mansion is above and beyond the cost of doing so? Like Al Gore cares. He made his pile of Benjamins. He can afford it. But what do you think that carbon footprint is? 
It's got to be enormous. Al Gore, not that he's alone. A lot of these celebrity eco-warriors, a lot of them are frauds. But Al Gore and others who like to carry on in public about this, especially the vapid celebrity set, they are more destructive to the environment than 99% of the people they look down on. They sanctimoniously lecture about them not being green enough. But what does a sycophantic media do? Oh, Al Gore. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. They're so green. Which is a complete lie. But they get away with it. I will say this, though, about Pocket Queen Pete using government jets. Yes, he's a complete hypocritical fraud for the green virtue signaling. I'll totally give you that. But him using government jets to get here, there, and everywhere, at least if it's for government business, not so him and Justin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Michigan, not so they can go out to Fire Island to party with the girls. But if he's using it for work, I don't really care about that kind of stuff. They all do it. And let's be frank. Who amongst us, if given the opportunity, wouldn't do the exact same thing? You mean there's a jet waiting for me? Ready to take me from point A to point B right now? No. I'm going to trudge down to Logan, wait in a security line for an hour, sit crammed in coach, enjoy my two-hour layover at O'Hare. Is anyone really going to take option B if option A is right there? No. So let's just, this one time, this one time only, cut him some slack here. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Based Politics. Wow. The Washington Post admits most diversity training is unscientific nonsense. Companies rush to invest in such programs with little research to back them up. No kidding. No duh. And base politics, by the way, that's run by Hannah Cox and Brad Palumbo. I don't know anything about her. 
but he's a big old queen. He is a member of the tribe, our lovable Star Wars Barber tribe. And I found him on Twitter. He posts there a good bit. And I've read some of his columns elsewhere. Now, if you look at him, he's some millennial kid, millennial Gen Z kid. I don't know how old he is. He's another one with a tween boy baby face. Looks like he's 12. Like Ginger Mac Jones, the ginger quarterback of the New England Patriots. But he's a, he's a smart kid. I mean, smart young man. Especially being in the media. He's not your typical, hysterical, woke leftist moron, millennial Gen Z kid. Which the media desperately needs more of. And I'll also say, he's a fine addition to the tribe. But this story about Jeff Bezos' pet newspaper, the Washington Post, where democracy dies in darkness, publishing a column, and the writer is, this is even more flabbergasting, Princeton psychology professor Betsy Levy Pallock So she's from an Ivy League school. This is coming from an Ivy League professor. She must have tenure. But Jeff Bezos' pet newspaper publishing something like this. That's heresy to the woke folk. You know how many people would lose their jobs at the woke New York Times if something like this were published? Let's recall it was the woke New York Times They published something from Republican Senator Tom Cotton. I forgot what it was even about. And don't quote me on this, but I think it it had to do with, it was like the BLM riots, like sending in the National Guard. It was something like that. And they had such a fit in their newsroom that some editor either resigned or got fired over it. Those spoiled woke brats, that was how big a fit they threw. Someone got canned over publishing a column by a sitting U.S. senator that they didn't agree with. And here's the poll quote from this column in the Washington Post, which I think answers the question, why the hell did everyone rush into rolling out these silly, worthless trainings other than just to trash Whitey, lecture Whitey about how evil and racist they are. But how's this for a poll quote? Chief diversity officer hires tripled among the largest publicly traded companies, enhancing diversity, equity, and inclusion offerings for which U.S. companies paid an estimated $3.4 billion to outside firms that year. And a chief diversity officer, by the way, that's the high priest or priestess of wokeness at a company. Their job description is centered around lecturing white people about how much they suck, forcing diversity quotas down everyone's throats, 
and leading a woke crusade around the office to terrorize people into submission, force the rank and file to bend the knee. But $3.4 billion to outside firms. So again, it's all about the Benjamins. Like the BLM shakedown. It's all about the Benjamins. Weaponizing the white shame of hysterical white liberals, predominantly upper class hysterical white liberals, to fleece companies, all in the name of social justice, which is a joke. But the joke's been on whoever's been paying for this fraud to continue. And it will continue. Because people, at this point, they're too terrified of being called mean names if they try to put an end to it. So you all, trapped in a hellscape of your own making, you have fun with that. And for our last story, folks, it's from CNN. Trump's NFT venture befuddles allies and fuels concerns over direction of 2024 campaign. You know, when I saw this about Donald Trump's NFTs, I was like, is this some Babylon B fake story or something? Donald Trump is hawking $99 NFTs? Really? And if you don't know what an NFT is, quite frankly, I'm not even 100% sure what they are. But there's some, well, it stands for non-fungible token, whatever the hell that is. But it's basically, and I can already hear the virgin pajama boys living in their parents' basement, doing all that weird crap, screaming at me for getting this wrong. But it's basically owning some digital whatever, digital art, I guess, in this case. So people are paying $99 for some digital version of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is like Superman or a spaceman. I don't know. Weird cartoon Donald Trumps that you can buy. Well, I guess you can't because they sold out. And it apparently brought in about $4.45 million for selling out like this. Guy teases a major announcement and it's nothing more than him whoring himself out for Benjamins, which I know he's done in the past. Trump stakes, Trump wines, Trump University, Trump this, Trump that. Guy will slap his name on pretty much anything and everything if he can earn a pile of Benjamins doing it. Gee, I wonder where Prince Harry Ginger and his vapid social climbing wife, Meghan Markle, where they learn to whore out the Sussex name. But I guess what has people upset now is that, you know, it's one thing to do it as a businessman. You build your personal brand. You whore yourself out for as many Benjamins as you can get. 
but it's something completely different when you're a former president. You want to make money as a former president, go make speeches. Go the Bill and Hillary Clinton route, the Barack and Michelle Obama route, what a lot of the ruling class does to make money off government service. Go read from a teleprompter for 25, 30 minutes. Collect a few hundred thousand dollars. Not that Trump ever really cared about the dignity of the office. Now, he could be dignified when he needed to be. When he was, like when he went to Buckingham Palace, when he had formal state functions, he rose to the occasion. But a lot of the time, not just the name-calling and the mean tweets, but a good bit of the time, he could take it or leave it. And I think part of his shtick, what attracted so many people to him, was that he didn't want to be constrained, fully constrained by the office, the silly rules and social mores of those clowns in the swamp. He was like a bull in a china shop, giving the ruling class in both parties, the vapors, which is what this thing is doing. They're pearl clutching again. Myrtle, fetch me my smelling salts. How could a former president do something so Laurent? Not that he cares. Laughing all the way to the damn bank. So on that note, since I cannot top, Donald Trump being Donald Trump, even if the ruling class is getting hysterical over it once again, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Sunday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, White Boy Malcolm X. Have a good rest of your weekend. A good start to the week. And we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.